Welcome to the Solution of Real Estate Podcast, where we believe, my name's Phil Sexton. Jeff Seabach. We believe it's time to put the consumer first, that realtors need to step up, get better. And today, our conversation is wrapped around marketing. And actually, the title is Marketing Tactics That Every Realtor Should Know. And we're going to dive into things that realtors that we see should, what they should stop doing, things that they should focus on doing, and then also like the listing side well, of the We're going to focus because everybody wants to know about seller marketing. And we're going to talk about things to, to help your seller marketing out there. So yes. So uh, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy what you're, if you enjoyed that intro, leave us five stars on yeah, that app. Yeah. That was a great intro, wasn't so, it? Adam? Phil, will we be talking about the, the DOJ suing NAR today? That's big news that came out the, but, but today. But we will we be talking about it now. We want to? No. No. Okay. Let's not we're talk, about talk about marketing. But that's okay. a big deal. Big deal. That is All like right. industry news that the DOJ is now suing NAR. Yes. I guess the one I, thing from a marketing standpoint that I learned is that um, if you have any marketing out there that that hints, suggests, or insinuates that buyer representation is free, you might want to change that message. Yeah, unless you want to be in the lawsuit. Yes, yes. so that's okay, not okay. free, right? Okay. There's a cost to that. So anyway, but but moving on. Today, we're going to talk about marketing. And we taught a class earlier this week. We have our series going inside of EXP World. And we talked about marketing in that, in that class this week where what's interesting is just the conversations that happen during and after the class. And um, really, our marketing classes in the beginning, it's about changing your mind. Always. Well, mindset is the, because it's the most common thing we see what's wrong with realtor marketers. Is this, is they that, just want to blast they, these. Well, one, here's the thing. They're is, looking is, for the magic postcard? They're looking, well, yes, they're definitely always looking for the magic postcard in case you don't know what the magic postcard is, is that. You know, we've been teaching classes for five or six years now, and we see the disappointment on their faces when we tell them that it's harder than it looks. But there's no magic postcard. Because they're, yeah, they're, they're like, well, well, what do you write on your just sold postcard to make the phone ring is what I want to know. What is the one PPC ad that you do? And really... We just don't even like that whole idea because it's just not that easy, right? Like yeah. the thing is, is the challenge is, is because the industry continues to tell people, I got this one thing, do it. So they start to believe that they're going to oh. hear oh, yeah, that yeah. one that like, okay, you. I've got the magic postcard. You know what? I call it Corfax. Exactly. Right. Yes. No, there's a, right. Or whatever, a, the, whatever the exact, you know, the product du jour is right. We got this marketing, we got a website tool that you just need to pay $29 a month for. And then your business is going I to I got explode. a newsletter that we do that yes. everybody uses in yeah, like, 50 bucks a month and your business will explode. Yeah. And, that, and the thing is, is we don't want you to fall prey to those pitches. And why we talk about like we, we things that we want you to help. I mean, I like to start with the things that we'd like you to stop. Okay. Right. Like to me, only because there's, we're going to talk about better things. Okay. And most, you know, most of them are consumer friendly, but because these, these are all tactics that um, the realtor community, I th always think of that girl from Dallas and she said that she worked for this real estate company and they were really good at marketing. 
So when I got the listing, we would then do our marketing. And she said, we would start circle calling. We would uh, just listed postcard. We do a just sold postcard. And then we did a newsletter. And I those are not marketing for a seller. The, yes. Well, and, it's, and it's, the, no, but the fact that she was like, that's what we do to market our houses. Yeah. And th that is not marketing for houses. Right. And it's a weak attempt at you marketing for yourself because it's all, I mean, all of your energy then in your business is going towards to just generate you more business versus the focus of being on, let me help my, let me market while I sell my seller's house or let me market while I do other things. Go ahead. No, one of the stops that I have is let's stop telling consumers that the marketing we're doing for ourselves is for them. Correct. Right. right. Because we see that often is that when we talk to agents and their marketing for their property is really like, is a just listed postcard going to sell? Is that like, do people wait in their mailbox for the, for the mailman to show well, up and bring out like a, let, a, a postcard? Let me tell you where it comes a, from. A property that's in their neighborhood. So thankfully they can then yeah. buy that house. Let me be, let me be that guy. So if you go to NAR, they just did a national study. Okay. They say that 7% of the time a neighbor or someone in the neighborhood buys the house. Okay. So they believe the just listed postcard or they pitch to the seller using that statistic that neighbors sometimes, but the stat is, is that the 85% of people move within three miles of their house. They're just looking to change their house. But we all know that that just listed postcard is for them to get listings, not to find a buyer because you wouldn't, I mean, it's just, it, that's not where buyers look. Right. right. Buyers look on the internet. And if you're going to do a just listed postcard, you're clearly just mailing it to the owners of houses, which would be sellers. And if you're looking for a buyer, wouldn't you be marketing on Zillow or Trulia or because they dominate search, right? Like to me, come on, okay. yep. come on, yep. man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, it's interesting because marketing, I'm okay. But I mean, I'm circle, okay call, marketing circle calling is the same thing or calling canceled and expired. It's, those are all, but circle calling when you have an open house to try to bring people into your open house, is that marketing for you or is that marketing trying to sell the house? That's marketing for you because you're only calling the 200. What is it? I mean, I can't think of a time that I had a buyer. I mean, I've only sold about 2000 houses where they moved four doors down. Okay. Where they moved eight doors down. And that's what circle. Card <laughs> I'm sorry. Where they moved eight doors down. And they didn't know that the property was for sale until somebody called them on the phone and said the property is for right. sale, right? So the, the because open house signs brings in neighbors. Well, but the challenge of it is, is that could it work? Is oh, is always oh, for all those oh, things. It works. Works. Love it, works. it works. Yeah. So to me, realtor marketing for the 18, 19 years that I've been in the business is that's how everything is sold to agents. All you need is one deal. One. All you need is one deal, Jeff, yeah. and it'll pay for this. Right. And if then, you hear that run. And they and they have one person that they found out of a million calls that bought the neighbor's house. So it worked. 
for but that one eight, like but, all right so then let me let's talk about let's so just not fall prey to that right what is a marketing on, show on. i don't want people falling agreed agreed but when i don't know what else i could do and somebody knocks on my door and says i'm going to help you market it's only going to be 30 bucks a month and you're going to send postcards to these 200 people and you don't know what else to do you say yes yeah but you're lazy right come on really you think that here's just like um you think that you're going to get rich by someone calling you and selling you financial services. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like, no. like, do you really yeah. think yeah. that it's going to be like, to me, um, the none of, we don't do any of those things is why we're talking about them. Cause yeah. we, cause that is, we don't, it's poppy. I mean, we've, I've done just, we've so tried far, them. Yes. It's we, just that they're less, their, their effective rate is so little that we don't want anyone else to waste any more time doing it. The other thing is, is if you make your business circle calling or calling canceled and expired, the frustration that that agent experience often oh. causes them to, they don't want to do it anymore. And to me, don't do things that are, you want to bang yourself in the head. Like we're trying to create a real, in a, a real estate career. So we want to teach them inbound marketing and things that are in favor of their consumer so that they can increase their business by 1700% like we did. Yes. Okay. Okay. But still people, when they come to this marketing series, I think that they're here because they want to know what they should do in order to meet more strangers. Well, that's the, the second. So, so you're going to, so this is something that they should stop is the belief that the best marketing is to strangers. Well, they just want to meet more strangers. Like what's the best way to meet more strangers? And when we talk about, I mean, I don't know, what do you think the best way is to meet more strangers for most agents out there that are listening to this? I would say an open house. An open house all day long, right? But that's that, not, but, but that's, that's not. you trying to sell the house. That's actually you trying to sell the house because you know we need more people to walk through the front door of that property if we're going to get interest in that well, house. It just happens to be a benefit of me driving more traffic for my sellers, which actually helps sell the house is the, the most traffic through a house. Yes. Yes. The other way to me, I mean, it's interesting. The other way to we talk about meeting strangers is <laughs> going to new groups where you are not familiar with the people, right? Like join your HOA if you don't know the other members in your HOA or join the tennis club or join the, like, what can you do in your town to get out and meet new people? Well, we we believe in the relationship aspect of it. And that is going to create more full business from strangers. Yes. I think that most, all right. So then here's the deal is before you focus on how to meet more strangers. I think the more important side of your marketing is how do you commun communicate with the people that you've already met? Yeah. I mean, focus is for, we're done the stop and now we're yeah. on the focus and the focus should always be on increase the size of your sphere and then make sure that everybody knows how great of a job you're doing. Yes. Yes. And communicating with people that you've met, because even if you do marketing that meets, that introduces you to new people, you're still going to have to good yeah. at communicating with people that you've met. That's an interesting, isn't that a freaking hilarious? Yeah. Like what comes I don't, don't want to market to the people I know. Cause that's the most common thing we hear from people that we meet with is, Oh, I don't want to do that. 
but then you're going to market and meet new people, which you're going to have to, which then you're going to not market to. (laughs) (laughs) There's no follow-up. Yes. Is the thing is, is why? Oh, because you just, I think it's the turning over of a new leaf. These people I'm going to do, I'm going to be my best version of me now with them. These people know my consorted past. So yeah. I don't know that they're going to believe that I could be a good marketer and I don't like to work with people I know, but you work, everybody you work with, you know. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like, so when we're talking about focus, don't come to, I mean, because here we have people that sit across the table from us when we interview agents, when we do our classes or yeah. whatnot, and they want to know how they can meet new strangers. Like what is going to make their phone ring off of the hook? And I say, okay, great. Before we get into that, let's say that your phone does ring and somebody want, you know, asks you a question about real estate, then what does your system look like that communicates with them over the next, you know, 12 months? And they're like, follow up boss. They're like, they're like <laughs> oh, I, uh, I assign him to the drip campaign that, uh-huh. comes with my website oh, or the, the yeah, follow-up the, box, you mean, whatever you, you mean. I it. bought a newsletter and it came with, I, the, I paid the $49 for right. the guy that and now I get the drip campaign. That, yes. Yes. Oh, you mean, and it's canned and it is like, well, I'm be, gonna, it all is going back to, cause that's easy. They were yes. sold that it was going to be, I was going to do a drip campaign that was going to have targeted emails that was going to make my phone ring. That was, I, yes. That it was for night for, for, just, $20 a month. Yes. He's going to draw the cats out of the woods. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't fall for that. Cause that's poppycock. Right. Like to me, it, the hard part is cause then they research drip campaigns and then they're down a road of wasted yeah. time. And yes, yeah. can we, any questions out for the audience? I love, so for those of us that are on our podcast that are listening to this, we record this in a public Zoom room format. So we have right now 20 people that are on the screen with us. They're watching, they're listening. And every now and then we like to go to them and say, hey, what questions do you guys have? Do we we ask them, how many of you pay for a newsletter? How about that as a question? How many of you currently- Who has a newsletter? Yeah, like maybe we should have a, a newsletter burning event. Everybody no, will bring in there. Do you no. want to tell your Dwayne Cal? I, I got to tell F- Phil's story. So we started on this trail of making fun of, because the newsletter is what is the most sold marketing tool to keep up with your database that's out there. Yeah. And, and sometimes and, it's and an e-newsletter. And, it's, and it's it may a- be slightly better than doing nothing, but unfortunately oh. it replaces your emphasis of actually communicating with the people you know versus just oh they're i know them so i can send them crappy stuff and they'll call me because at least so, they know my name yeah my name's out there because one of the most successful agents in the phoenix area also bought one of these crappy newsletters and we had google pay-per-click advertising because they put the newsletter on the web and then our ad was showing on the new, in the newsletter because that newsletter company sold advertising that happened to have our so they sent a newsletter to their sphere with our <laughs> ad like that's the problem about using these services because yeah. if it's too cheap you know it's not going to work well i had like, one i had one of the uh, canned companies that sends out a newsletter and in the email it had like different articles right to different websites that 
they didn't own like if the Arizona like in Arizona for example if they were coming here and the AZ Central local news station wrote an article about real estate they would highlight that article in the newsletter uh-huh. right and then there was another one and another from house.com about you know upgrading kitchens or whatever it is and uh, one of the ones that came across one of the linked articles that they had from this canned newsletter went to an agent's website and it wasn't the agent who sent the newsletter. Right. Like the, the company that was looking for articles that were relevant for today ended up linking it to, I, I know the guy, yeah. John Wake at HomeSmart yes. article, like must have pinged with traffic that day because all of the all of the realtors that bought this can all the realtors were sending all sent, their businesses to John sent Wake. his article yeah. to their to their database, which I thought was funny. Awesome. awesome. All right. But anyway, all right. So the message there is stop being lazy by hiring cheap stuff, thinking that it's going to replace you and actually work on the stuff that we're going to talk about that will actually lead to more clients and more. Yeah. So I like, I like drip campaigns. I don't know that drip campaigns is the right word for them. I like email (laughs) newsletters. I just don't think that email newsletters, your definition versus my definition are the same thing. So let's clarify what we talk to our Mets about. Okay. Right. Because our focus is that we try to, we still talk to them. We still email them. We still physical mail them. We still text them. Right. But we like to be the ones that generate the messaging. You use big words. M E T S. Mets. What define that? Somebody that you made. Are you going to say, so right now we have 1,083 past clients that's mm-hmm. considered a met past clients yes okay and then we have people that we know that i just i that went to my kids had sports with social that, hacking yeah you yes. had Sphere. uh from your rotary club. rotary club yes. my neighbors so, but we we've never sold them a house because people are staying in their houses too long we keep mark like because it's now been eight years like sell a house by now right <laughs> like Bullshit. So sphere of influence, right? Uh, clubs you belong to. Just because you've moved three, bought three houses in the last year doesn't mean other people do that. As I've been in my house now for eight years. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. I, I, no, we sold the house. I sold one that I lived in for 15. If you were marketing to Fair me enough. since 2006, then I, the, the cow would have came home. Right. Yeah. You made it. But the, the idea is, is that if it's a sphere of influence, we still need to act. Do we send when we sent out the pie invitation for Thanksgiving? So we did yeah. for Thanksgiving. We sent. it. Did we do it through text or mm-hmm. do we do it through email? Both text first. How many people do we text? Uh, was it just past clients or yes. did you, uh, but it was so, sphere, but it came out. I mean, you got to understand that our database of Mets with past clients and sphere, we don't always have textable numbers. So before we get into like, okay, a little bit, we get it. We get in a little too deep. Before, well, you said Mets and I wanted to f- define Mets, past clients. Sphere. Define, Does that include open house visitors? Let's answer that after this quick commercial break. Okay. Are you an agent in the Phoenix metro area looking to join an elite team to help expand your business to the next level? Agents that apply our strategies grow their business by an average of 300% in their first year with the CBOC team. If you're interested in learning more about our leads, training, and marketing strategies, visit cboc.com careers today. That's S-I-B as in boy, B as in boy, A-C-H dot com slash careers. And now back to the solution. 
and we're back. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Man, that was so funny during that commercial. <laughs> the jokes you tell off air are better than the ones you tell on air. Yeah. Tune into the podcast. Our public, our pub, if you want to hear the jokes, our public Zoom room all, all joins into this humor. But... If you want to join in on the public Zoom room while we record these, you can go to cbock.com slash careers and down below you type in your phone number and then we'll text you a link whenever we come on air. Anyway. All right. So back to open house visitors. If we have an open house visitor that is a Met, they go into our database. Is it a PPC? If we, when we do Google pay-per-click advertising on the web and we talk to them, is that a Met? No. No. How about, I, I how mean, about I a Zillow them, lead that one of our buyer's agents had an appointment with? Is that a Met? Yes, but I don't track it that way. You're not that good is what you're saying. I mean, that's a contact <laughs> in our system. <laughs> yeah. It's a, is it not a Met? Did our agent not meet them? Oh, gosh. So do I, I mean, in our in our, our pipeline, in our database, if you were goes a soul, from attempted if, if contacted you were a soul, to contact. If you were a sole agent, not a team, if you met that person, it better be in your database. What you're yes, saying is, but yes. once you get to 40,000 people in your database, it gets a little wonky outside. I, Not everybody makes it into the database, even though we're adding, because we're at, I mean, how many people daily are we adding to the database? Uh, a lot, but let me just give you a specific number because we are doing a mailer right now. And okay, while you're working at, the, just for you who are starting alone, just so you know, 273, I looked it up, was the original number when I, when I was in the business 14, I was in the business, let's see, it was 2012. And I finally was going to be like, I'm going to create a database because I had started one and then I kind of got weak with it. And then the downturn happened. And I was like, 2012, we're going to put everybody we know, past clients, fear into a database. And my number was 273. And then that day forward, we committed to adding people to the database on it, like open house visitors. I believe we added, um, cause we're talking about marketing. Yes. Right. Cause the most effective way, if you're going to focus is on your database and I'm just talking about how you build your database. So orphans, 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 Ooh, right? I don't know so, that I would recommend. I know, orphans. but Well, okay. We, we, we sold we, like, we did not, we did, we were trying to follow the, I think at the time, no, it's because we adopted, there was a very successful realtor. She had sold a billion dollars worth of real estate and she said she added orphans and we were in a mastermind group with her. But the problem was, is she was lying to us. Well, I because think she got her business from open houses, not from her. <laughs> we believed at the time that all of her success came from her being a farmer. What's an orphan? An orphan is somebody... When you sell a house, is that what you guys were thinking on the public Zoom room? Okay, okay, good. thank yes, you. Yes. So an orphan is is that? So I have a listing appointment on. Uh, what's the I'm stats? Gonna, I'm going to tell you. NAR says that like ninety percent of. I, I have a listing appointment at seven one three East Fillmore Street, Paul. So when I go down and meet Paul and we sell his house, there's going to be possibly another realtor that would bring a person and they would buy that house and they would become the new owner of that house. Now my seller, Paul, is gonna buy another house, but that other person that bought and now has that address saw my sign in the yard. So that's technically a met because they 
came to the open house. They came for an inspection. Like they came and saw my sign lots of times that the hope is that you can then convert that one because that realtor won't follow up well. And then we'll turn that orphan because that realtor's orphaning their client because they're not going to follow up and we're going to pick up that business in the future. Right. The orphan is the client abandoned by the realtor uh, because most realtors don't follow up with their sphere. Past and clients, so past, client, past, past clients, past clients, past clients, past clients. Not, the stats, so, 82% of agents don't. So we're just going to assume none of them do. And we're going to pick up this business. But the hard part is that's a long play. Well, no. Well, what it is, is because you're mailing that person, but where is that person searching for a house? On the web. Right. So if you don't do hub marketing, you even if you do hub marketing, they're still going to Zillow, Trulia. We spent like, a lot me, of time on orphans. Yeah, yeah, so you okay. asked me a question that I looked up on my phone, and that was in regards, we have a database mailer that we're going to send out. We're working on, I got the design in my text message this morning on what's going to be sent. And so our database of, a, of at, our database right now is over 41,000 people. Okay. That's 41,000 people who have either come through any, that doesn't include Met. That's that includes Mets, but it also includes all of the unmets. That's anybody that has filled out forms on our website or whatnot. Visited open houses. Yes. Just we don't import lists into that. So I don't want you guys to think that that's from canceled and expired imports that we run through calling systems. That's not what we do. We're inbound marketers. We only, if they have to voluntarily come Come to, to our marketing. Yes. That's how they get in our system only. Yes. Yes. And of those 40,000, how many do you think? So Greyhawk events when we did the How many addresses festival? do you think we have for the 40,000 people? I would probably say around 7,847. Oh my God. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> You wrote it down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Shoot. can see. I, yes. Yeah. 7,847. <laughs> I wrote it down. But when we send out a mailer, yeah, when yeah. we send out a mailer, we send it to 7,800 people. That's an expensive thing. I, that's so, do you send it to all of them? It's or do you not, that no, down? I wanted you to say it's not expensive, Jeff, because an expense, a marketing expense, because we're talking on a podcast is something that you do that does not get you the equivalent of what you spent in return. Okay. So it's why we send it. Because we know when we do a database mailer, it is going to produce three to 10 times the amount of money we spend in commission dollars off of the house. That's why we do it. All right. It is, the, it is the thing Time we on. know for sure. So it's a marketing investment, not a marketing expense. Sorry. Okay, good. Right. I love that. Uh, also, I love marketing is not a one-time event. Right. So if you're going to send one thing to these 7,800 people, then don't. If you are going to get on a path, better than nothing, but don't better than yeah. nothing. Okay. But you want to get on a path of communicating with these people. Yes. Right. And then the other side of it well, is consistency. So if we were going to say anything. It focused. That's why, you know, when you hear people talk about marketing classes, they say focus and then consistency. We're just trying to give more details. It's database, but it's consistency. You're saying, so how many times are we going to contact the database? So these seven, this 7,800 people. It, what's interesting is let's say that that mailer costs to get out the door eight grand. You don't negotiate with the marketing people. That seems like a seven grand. No, I was kidding. Six I knew it was seven Let, to eight grand. Let's call. Let's call it seven. Teasing. I was teasing. Yeah, no. If we go, when I mean, we're going color, right? Like we're gonna we try gonna, fold eight it, and a half by eleven in an envelope with a slow it down. What he said is we're gonna take a sheet of paper like this, 
We're going to put a big graphic on it, not a lot of paragraphs of writing. Right. Right. We're going to do a big graphic with a message, both sides. No. And then we're going to fold it three, and, and then we're going to stick it in an envelope. Yes. And, and then we, that envelope needs a return address, it needs an address, and it needs a stamp, okay. and it gets delivered. Okay. So about, I mean, roughly you're a buck a piece, roughly, depending on what you Good. do. You can yep. get them for 70 cents a piece, you can pay $1.20 a piece. Anyway. What's interesting if you use is every door direct or if you use the mail system, you can't yeah. use every okay. door direct okay. for a database mailer. You can't. No, no. So what's interesting about that $8,000, I mean, how many people are in your database? Maybe there's 500 people in your database. Can we get somebody to tell us how many people are in our database? Maybe there's, Sam, Sam, how many people you got in your database? Maybe there's 50. Like, don't, you know what I mean? How many people are in your database, guys? Lee, Sean, anyone that wants to participate? I have 250. 250. 250. Awesome. awesome. So roughly for you to send a color eight and a half by 11 flyer to all 250 people, roughly 250 bucks. Is yeah. that fair? Yes. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting to me is when anybody else want to throw their number out? I'm at about 165. 165. Awesome. So 165 bucks. Is that including addresses, Sean? No. Mm. Probably not. None, just starting. Thank you, Carrie. Appreciate the honesty. This is, but you know people. I know you know your neighbors, and I know you know, I know you have your mailers, your neighbor's mailing address. So everybody tonight is going to be using Monsoon or their tax record system if they're not in Arizona to start looking up like the your friends. Like, your like if you're if you got free time, turn off. Uh, I'm okay with you watching. The SEAL team, but every other TV show out there. Sorry, That's I just like that one. Turn off but the NBA draft. Yeah, no, the draft was good. Okay. That was live. It was but stop watching so hold much on, TV. Hold on, let me get stop to my watching point. CNBC. Stop listening to the radio and work on your database addresses. Get them all, look them all, all your people. So Lee, if I came to you and I said, Hey, I got this marketing program that is going to get you some business, it's gonna cost 250 bucks. Do you think that your budget for marketing has 250 bucks in it. Yes, but that's not what I would spend it on. Right, you would spend it on meeting new people. Right, or things that will draw their attention. I mean, I'd rather go on social media and friend, like instantly friend them and then write down their address if I needed it, no, like my to point, research them. My point is that the cost to communicate with people that we met is a harder, for some reason, it's harder to open the purse strings to pay money, like it's easier to open the, to open your wallet and spend money when you think you're going to meet new strangers, right? Like when you analyze marketing budgets for Yo, teams and for agents, uh, okay, what so number is bigger? The number of them loving on the people that they know or the number of you meeting know, new you, people? The reason you're talking about it is because you know you're right. Okay? I know the answer. Right? Like it's easier to spend $178 on a Zillow zip code. A month. Right. Then spend $178 communicating with 178 mailing addresses that I have in my database. Yeah, no. And well, if you're backwards. Well, here's what it is. is, is it, there's always, in their mind, it's the opposite. What's, I could do something that's better. Right. Right. And they're, and you're, you're absolutely just lying to yourself because you can't get over. The other lie yes. to yourself that makes that lie possible is that, I met all those people. They're gonna call me if they need anything. Well, that, that's the yeah. basis of the lie, and that's just not well. The re I, the reality I, is, some of them will, but I, most I know, of them. I know, but won't. here's why: is because they sent those people a drip campaign. No, 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 no. <laughs> Better than a drip campaign. Okay. Well, no, because they email marketed, uh -huh. which is even yes. wor is yes. wor worse than 
we think that mail is better than email because you have to, everybody opens their mail, right? Well, everybody you, can unsubs- you can't unsubscribe. You can't unsubscribe. Yeah. All right. But the point of it is, is that, oh man, I almost lost it. They sent them a refrigerator magnet with the Arizona Cardinals schedule on it and their business is slowly declining. Okay. So what, so Phil, you say basically I sent recipes. I ordered cookies and I, I sent things that first were of all, first of all, your walnut brownie recipe is better than any one I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's being sarcastic. But, <laughs> I don't I don't cook. Yeah. But that is a character piece. And so if all no, you no, no, a custom if it was no, actually a, what dude, your cardinal's schedule is a character piece. Like it's one of the things. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not, I don't need the 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 Thanksgiving turkey recipe and yeah. then the yeah. the the the, the uh, Easter bunny yeah. uh where all the Easter egg hunts are sparklers pop- on the fourth of July. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Like like it's just the problem is is that they're getting lots of that stuff all of the time and it just gets missed. I but, I mean the other thing is it's not a part of hub marketing. Phil, I love, is that we I love want, character pieces though. Well, to me, the problem is, is that I think the reason you call it a character piece is so that they actually get to know something about you that's interesting versus the Cardinal schedule or the Diamondback schedule or the, yes, people want that, but guess what? It's available on the web for free. Like, 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 like just, I don't know if you noticed, but the internet is now on everybody's hand in the cell phone. And the fact that you're sending them things that like, what do you think is better? The one recipe you sent, or if I Google or 50 or foodnetwork.com. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, come on, man. My new uh, Chris Berman is that who's that who's coming? No, on, it's just uh, who's Chris? Who's that, they, on they, they do it on What's ESPN. It? I know they do it. Yes. Come on, well, but name? I think it's Keyshawn Johnson. Is the all right, guy that I think it's all right. So, anyway, back to the character piece is it's okay, like we are we sent out the text message about pies for Thanksgiving. Does that is that how we showcase how good we are at selling houses? Oh. That's how we showcase that we're also nice people. That's why I call it a character piece is because when you're communicating with your database, you have to send the happy 4th of July card or the happy Thanksgiving card or these character pieces that aren't necessarily tied towards how good you are at your job. But you also need to make sure you send out the pieces that showcase how good you are at your job. And I'm not talking about a just sold postcard. I'm talking about a competence piece, right? Like, the fact that rental rates in Phoenix are now 40% higher talking, than they were three years ago. You're talking about market expertise that separates yes. you from yes. some, and something that's local and specific. Yes. That shows that you're advancing your career, that you're watching these things and you are trying to help educate everybody you know because not just happy 4th of July, not just happy Thanksgiving, come get a pie, but here's what we see in the Valley in November for the last 10 years in the Valley in November, inventory has gone like this. And right now it's going like that. Are you wondering why, what's happening with prices? Yeah. Call me. Well, it's funny. And so it's competence pieces. It's I'm, I'm actually good at what I do. Not just will the pies. market crash after the presidential election because Joe Biden wants to do a home buyer credit. Like what a great idea in this market. A home buyer, like we need more buyers. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> How about a home seller credit? Can, yeah. I get a, can we get some inventory? <laughs> right. 
I mean, it's funny. I was listening to Lawrence Yoon talk, and I was just shocked because he mentioned. It's funny because he mentioned that supply was low, and then he was like, "Oh no, they're going to build enough houses this year to make like that supplies." I'm like. Yeah. Like you're yeah. the NAR economist. Like, don't you understand how how far the supply is down that it's just going to be recovered and crazy? Um, all right. So, seller we have is the last point. Which it what's interesting about database mailers well, is that sometimes no, no, no. Is there any question that anybody out yeah, there? Yeah, we use a lot Phil, of words. Yeah, we use a he used a lot of big words. Any specifics, Carrie, Rachel. Kim, Nina, Mike, Kim, oh, Linda, Andrew, <laughs> Sam. I see you got a mic now, man. Steve Arnold. Does the CBOC team mail out your database monthly? No, 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 we don't because it's expensive to physically mail monthly. And actually we learned from some of our mentors that when they did it 10 times a year, they took two months off a year. They did it 10 times a year. And us for these physical mailers, honestly, we're like, if I can get to four, that's a good year. That means that we're doing well. Is that including the gifts? No, it's different. The gift, like I, well, then we will physically mail our past clients in Sphere uh, six times well, a year. Why don't we talk about the different ways that we touch our database? Because we send them mail. Yes. Right. So let's talk about the seventy eight hundred, not the thing. Okay. So, so those the seventy eight hundred is is not as structured as the past clients. Just so you know. Agreed. But we send mail. We but we also how often do we send uh, the listings email that that Lisa Dane sends out? Yep. How often does that go out? Uh, we were at twice people, a month. People love if they're inquiring about your stuff. They love coming soon. Yes, the, right? that's like, true. Coming but soon. We is, were at twice a month, but email. You know, when we used to send emails. Yeah. When we used to send emails that got a thirty percent open rate and a ten percent click. We sent them on a more regular basis. When so our we were sending them twice a month at that point. Yeah, pretty really not even once a week. Yeah, but right. then we went down to twice a month and then once a month. Okay, so how often are we texting the people in our database? All of them. Uh, I mean, at the turn of the year, we did. Uh, are you moving this year? And then we did one. Um, I believe when Jim. Maurice's son was working for us. What was that text? Yeah, so we're at um, probably twice a year that we text the, if you're going to go for the entire database. That's because a dangerous when, thing. We're trying to be more targeted than that. Okay, but when we, okay, but we do separate off text to different, I mean. Subsections. Yeah, if I have a coming soon listing, then I'm going to look for the people in my database that I can tell looked for a property, at least in that area or in that price range. Because I don't want to send a coming soon $300,000 single family home in Scottsdale to somebody that's looking for a million dollar house in Glendale. But I'm thinking that if you tell me we're only sending four pieces of mail a year, that seems like a little, not a lot. It is physical mail. Because we know that marketing is not a one-time event and we're hitting them with the website and we're, you mean? Yeah, no, because we focus. I mean, when you think about the amount of business that we get from this crew, this is the crew that we focus on. Okay. All right. So, but I think that's a good point because we, this crew being the, our the past 1083, clients. which is our past client group, we yes. touch how often a year? Uh, we got birthdays. We got a birthday call. We got a birthday card. We've got anniversaries from when they were our client that is a call. We have four times a year that we just call them to thank them for being clients. When it comes to mail, then we're at, um, you know, four, five, six times a year when so it comes to text, mail. So it's text, it's 
it's it's I mean, obviously this year we didn't invite them to a movie event, but we used to do the movie events. This year's been a little bit funky. Yeah. Right? Why? Uh, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's 2020. Yeah. I don't know. That's okay, just decided that. But um uh <laughs> You know, the St. Patrick's Day gifts, the Memorial Day candles. You're not counting those as mailers? Yes, but it doesn't go to everybody. It goes to this. I'm just listing the different things. The pies. So so the the group that gets contacted the most is the past Past client groups. And sphere. sphere. Oh, and sphere. Yes. Okay, good deal. All right. Because you, you know, I mean, I've got friends that I may not have sold their, they live in their house, but they should still get our marketing. No, no. I think that, I think sphere and past clients, same, same. They should get as much, but love. we focus the most on what we think is the high priority. And we're even trying to go to top 100 is that's the right. refer those that referred us a deal. Those are the ones that get the extra love. Yes. Right. Like, cause we, cause we know that it's weird. Cause you, there's always that client that you just are, you have the greatest rapport with and they love you. And then they never send you anyone how much you call them no matter what they're just not the referring kind True. they're just not yes so we have to call out of our met out of our past client and out of our sphere people have relationships with we have to identify because what we work doggedly on doggedly is tracking where the deal came from lead source true i mean i am a lead source Yes. I mean, well, because I know that if you want to grow your business, you have to know where the plant came from. (laughs) Where you grow your business. Yes. Where you grow your business. So when you meet with agents, where is the number one? I mean, the first question I'm going to go to, I got two listing appointments this afternoon. A first question I'm going to ask them is how did actually, because Paul came from our past Client, oh, our masks. Our we masks. Sent masks. We, we sent masks. It's right there. To our past clients. That yes, was- we sent masks for those of you that are watching to all of our past clients. And I got a listing appointment. Yeah. And we didn't even know. We, we we didn't have his phone number or his email address. We just had his mail we address. We just had his mail yeah. address. And, uh, I, you know, because... Even though you try to be a good steward of your database, there's just sometimes attrition is what it's called. No, no I, there's just sometimes the people get in there without every possible contact point. Identified. And you should be embarrassed, but it happens. Yes. Okay. Yes, good yes, deal. Yes, yes. But so anyway, Paul called and he was like, "Thank you so much for the mask. I'm actually you guys sold me this house in 2015, and I'm I'm wondered if I can sell it. Great job, Phil. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's good deal. We we want more. I, of we, those. And I think I'm gonna win. And he hasn't even come to pick up a pie yet. He does not have an email address. Okay. We couldn't even go. we couldn't even docusign. So we email. wouldn't have this lead if we didn't physically mail our database. And you know, it's only um a four hundred thousand dollar listing. I mean, you know, it's it paid for the whole mailer. Right. That's yes. Oh, all you need is one, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I no, think but that- we know that there's but <laughs> it's the consistent mark the consistency of hitting the database. Here's here's I think the biggest the biggest wrap up I can possibly give about marketing. Oh, you're wrapping up. Isn't it wrap up time? How yes. long have we been yeah. going? It's oh, you've been going on and on. Yeah. I know. I can talk, man. I wish you would speak up every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Is that focus your marketing on getting pieces out the door to people that you have come? Did you just say contact. rule of eight. 
Rule of eight. Rule of eight. Making sure you actually, because the definition of marketing is not isn't designing. asking your friends. Yeah. It's not designing it. It's not. It's actually producing it, it, Get it out, out the, the door. door. And rule of eight says stop getting on with yourself. And then if you you know set a timeline. Get it out the door, and no matter how, as long as it's good enough and it's got a stamp on it, and the, like it's better to get it out there than to do than it to be perfect. Then it to be for it to be perfect. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. All right. And then so then step two of that is the hard part about sending those mailers is what you just described though is the design. What do I send? Oh, well, that is the number the, one question. Right? Like, I'm surprised question. someone hasn't asked it yet. What do I send? Well, what's your best one? Yes. What's the magic mailer? <laughs> It's 12 in a row that are yeah. crappy. How about and, that? And, and, we, and our best one was a mask with our name on it. That was the best one last month. Yes. But, our it, best but, one this but, month. Uh, just a credit to Hub Marketing. It says CBOC.com on it. Phil, it does not say the broker. Why doesn't it have to say the broker? Well, because with one click, they can see the broker name. Okay. Because <laughs> they can only identify us this way. And when they go to see that identification, it says EXP. Yes. So we're good. Right? So yeah, when, question. When you yeah. get stuff out of the door, when you Hold know on, you can get our... stuff out of the door, then your focus becomes adding more people to that list. The hard part is creating the material. So if you could spend eight hours creating material, do you, you want to send want... that to 10 people or do you want to send that to a hundred people or do you want to send that to a thousand people? And it's because it's a drag to do them. So therefore yes. you might as well have 300, 400. It's why you should spend the time is because you want to send it to as many people as you can. This mindset is why the Seabuck team is the Seabuck team. Oh, question. I thought it was me. <laughs> it's your Michael mindset. Count said when you are building a farm and using EDD for postcards, how many times a year is optimal? Eight. Yeah, boy, Eight, that is nine. such a lettuce. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, we did that. I love, okay. I love the question. We did it to Greyhawk for what? How? I mean, the Pinnacle Peak, we did it. Yeah, we sent month. It was monthly and we did 10 a year with EDDM, eight and a half by 11, double sided, full bleed hard stock postcards to the Pinnacle Peak area and to the Greyhawk community. But we did not just do that. We did, we did it events. Is not, we, that, did, we, did, we did direct mailers. You we have, did just sold postcards. We did, like, it was... Um, you have primary ways to communicate with people, secondary ways that you're communicating question? with people. How many times? Eight. Okay. You answer yeah. that. And then there's tertiary and quadruple but, but more importantly, we directed them to a website. We did hub marketing. We we never That's sent anything without. So not only did we, then we had to put custom content on that website and it is just. And then we sponsored the schools inside of that farm and we did the HOA events inside of that farm. It is not just. And then the we decided that we were going to work on just trying to make more past clients and mailing them because we didn't have to do all that crap to meet strangers. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Because the thing is, is most agents don't count all of the money that they spend. They sent that mailer, but then they did this, and then they did this, and then they're, they're like, I mean, Shannon Cunningham on the West Side is probably the one that works a farm that is probably, I mean, the hard part is, is she chose a neighborhood that no one else wanted to be in, right? Like it works better on the periphery and being first. Yes. No doubt. Yes. Awesome, guys. Other questions? All right, that Thank was about marketing. Did, yes. we, did we did we tell them what we were going to tell them? Did we do? Did we... I think we told them what we were going to tell them, and then we told them, and, and now, now we're, we're wrapping it up. All right. Thank you for Happy coming. Happy Thursday. Thank you for us. Do shit you love. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs>